as Paul calls the Philippian church to unity and demonstrates to them a joy that can be found in that unity. He points to a God who becomes man and points to the exalted king, a man who died and rose again. I think of God becoming a man and I'm a little intimidated because I am a man but not much of one. Not by my, not by, I grew up in Arkansas, southwest Arkansas. Uh, my grandfather once fell out of a tree, broke his ribs, and then rode his four-wheeler back to his house. I'd still be there. I'm not, I don't, I don't, I, and I guess my whole adult life, I've been, I've been yes ma'amed. That's just been, that's, cause when I, you know, right now, I don't sound, I mean, you're looking at me, you're like, that's obviously not a woman. A lot of you are thinking right now. But when I'm on a speaker, on a telephone, and I'm trying to sound nice, it gets up there quick. And it doesn't quit. It's a very natural, people would call the house early on. I'd say, hello? They would say, is Mr. Neely there? I'd be like, yes, he's outside. <laughs> Building some wood and fences and concretes. Let me go get him. Hello? <laughs> or just what? I, it's just, that was... It was, and it's even worse. The phone's one thing. I mean, you can just ignore it and go, all right, I'm going to talk to them as the woman. But drive-throughs have an, have a certain inevitability to them where you just, you, you order and, uh, I'll, I'll, they'll say first, first window, ma'am. We've had a whole conversation. And I've just got to pull up, say, here's my face. <laughs> That's, that was the voice. Here's the face. And, but it's beyond that. Like, I just don't, there's certain ideas of manliness that I've never quite fit into. I, I, in, I enjoy art and music and, being silly. And when, where I grew up, that wasn't always the case. I am very thankful that my father could have been a professional VBS song leader. That he, that he embodied that. Because that, I, I just knew that, well, that's, that's what men do. They, they can be silly. And that was something that was helpful to me throughout my life. But sometimes it just, I don't feel up to it. 
to whatever it is that the world says that's what men do. Now, unfortunately, there's not really a good definition. It's just don't do what women do. That manliness in our world is just whatever isn't feminine. And I think in the end, upon re-examining that, that's pretty dumb. I mean, it's Nolan uh, is into superheroes right now, and he's 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 at the library. He's been getting these books, um, the origins of so the beginnings of uh, Superman, and there's one of Captain America, and then he, this past week he got Wonder Woman. He wanted to read about how Wonder Woman got her start. And he he came home saying that boys said, oh, that's a girl book. But it's also a superhero book, and it's something he's interested in. I mean, heaven forbid you love to cook as a teenager in the South. But what a... What a dumb way to look at life. To not actually have some standard of what, of what makes something, someone something, but it's just, you aren't, as long as you're not that. And when it says that God became man, It doesn't just mean that God became a, like God's going to just be a, an okay version of man. When God decides, when Jesus, who, though being equal with God, did not consider it something to be grasped, emptied himself and became a man, don't you think that when Jesus became man, Jesus became the kind of man God wanted men to be. <laughs> I, I get a kick out of men who deeply want to be Jason Bourne. It's always just so funny. They say things like, you know, First thing I do is I come in a place, I count the exits. Yeah, Eric, we, we can all go three. We see all the exits. They're labeled. We know, we all know. You walk, yeah, there's exits. One, two, three. There we go. Done. You're not a spy now. A cowboy. Can I tell you, just a real quick aside. One time I was performing, so just telling jokes for, this is not made up, a senior citizen Native American tribe. Like their group. They were touring Arkansas and they were at a place and they had invited me in to come tell jokes to them. It's a longer and better story than that. But at one point during that, I said, I've always wanted to, you know, I always wanted to be a, like a manly man, like a cowboy. <laughs> then I just thought, oh no, what did I do? I just had that same panic just now. 
the memory. John Wayne. And Clint Eastwood wanted to look like the Marlboro Man. You know what's hilarious about all that? Like, particularly, like, you know, the Marlboro Man was a dancer. He was an actor. Posed for that picture. They didn't go out into a field and find somebody shoveling, digging a hole. That's a male model, guys. They took a picture of him. He knew how to samba. But like we have this image in our mind about what, what even humanity's supposed to be. And all of that mess isn't Jesus. And we've got Christian men who would rather be John Wayne than Jesus. And they are not within, within earshot of one another. When Jesus taught about forgiveness, when Jesus taught about uh, refusing to hold grudges, praying for your enemy, turning the other cheek, the way of Jesus is incredibly difficult. And it's incredibly difficult because the way it's not instinctive to me. The reason we've often equated Jesus, just let's just take Jesus and we'll 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 slowly turn Jesus into some role model we have. And Jesus isn't John Wayne, and Jesus isn't Clint Eastwood, and Jesus isn't Jason Bourne, and Jesus isn't Jesus isn't all of these men we think we're supposed to be. When we look at Jesus, we're going to see a humble, kind, joyful, inclusive human. We're going to see a a man who, who stoops on the ground and talks with a woman who has been caught in the worst moment in her life and finds compassion. See Jesus with a woman at a well. She wants to have a religious discussion. And he does that thing where he says, go home, go get your husband. And she says, I don't have a husband. And he says, that's true. You've, you've been divorced seven times and now you're just living with the eighth. Now, when we hear that story, we oftentimes hear the condemnation in Jesus's voice. And that's not what he's doing. Because in that day, to get divorced as a, as a Samaritan woman, it was an, it was not of any of your doing. The, the man would kick the woman out. And he's telling her, I know your pain. I know what you've been through and this, this most, this most recent guy won't even commit himself to you. He's not showing her her sin. He's understanding her story. When we see Jesus loving people that are the least, children show up and the disciples 
rightfully go, get, up, get them out of here. That's what was common. Why are kids here? And Jesus says, no, let, let the little children come to me. Rabbis didn't hang out with children. But God does. Jesus as a Messiah, as a king, humbling himself just like God, as knowing equality with God was something he could grasp, did not equate that. He was equal to God, but didn't consider it something to be grasped, but he emptied himself. I think humanity can find in its purest form what God expected or hoped humanity to be. We can find that in Jesus. But for some reason, we are, we are insistent on finding that in other places. Who do you want to be like? I show up at Rice on Wednesdays, elementary school. They have they they feed the kids at schools. They feed them lunch some days. I know for a fact it's Wednesday. They do it on Wednesday. Well, I show up on Wednesdays and I harass them and probably make it worse for the teachers once they go back. I get them riled up. Um, hear their jokes. That's kind of my thing. I'll say, do you have any jokes for me? And they, they tell me. And they're always really bad. But one thing that happens to me and Andy, I don't know if this happens to you, but they often they're like, you're Superman, right? Which Andy tells them he's Superman. Yes, obviously. Or it's just assumed. I'm not sure. I think it's just assumed. You fly in. It's the cape. Uh, but I, they'll say, you're Superman. Is your name Andy? And I just look at them. Like, one, he's taller than I am. There's some hair differences. <laughs> what are you looking at when you look at me and him? What do you see? I mean, we don't look super, we're not super like different, but we're different enough that a child, a fourth grader, should be able to go, are you that bald guy to me? And I go, no. But what they see in us, what they see in Andy and I, and Andy and me, are not, we're not just, it's, it has nothing to do with our, our appearance. There's, there's that guy that shows up. That's how they're connecting us. We're two different guys, we show up. And sometimes they get us confused. Just like I'll call Macy Ruby sometimes. That's our dog's name. <laughs> I'll say, Ruby, quit digging in the dirt. I mean, Macy. Or what? I'm just kidding, Macy. <laughs> but they're like, 
when they see us, I, I want, it's, it's, it's that Andy's, Andy's and mine, actions are the same. So I am never going to physically look like Jesus. But I want people to genuinely get confused sometimes. That, that I, I'm not going to be the ideal man. But I follow the one who is. I'm not going to be the ideal human, but I'm going to follow the one. The one who, he was God, but didn't consider equality with God something to be grasped. So he emptied himself and became a man. That God, that what we find in Jesus is God. The clearest picture we can see of God is looking at Jesus. And the clearest picture that we can see of humanity is looking at Jesus. When, when we want to be our ideal self, our ideal community, our ideal uh, people who, who, who are unified and joyful, we have to find that in the person of Jesus and, and no one else. I, I, I never want to be the preacher who says, listen, guys, Get your act together like I have my act together. Because I don't. That would be, that, that would be so crazy to, to assume that, that I've got this figured out. I am, I am always preaching over my head. Fred Craddock says it this way, as Fred Craddock only can. What bird is as beautiful as its song? We're always going to be aspiring to something bigger than what we've got going. But those aspirations should look nothing like the, the, the aspirations of the world. We are different humans. Some of you can look at a, some of you men can look at a car. Some of you women can look at a car. Rachel's better with cars than I am. Uh, you just know everything about it. Some of you men and women can grab ingredients and put them together and not even look at a, 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 a recipe and all of a sudden it's the best thing anybody's ever had. Some of you can read at a rate that's impressive and comprehend and now you've got it figured out. Some of you can organize your time better than the rest of us. We've all got strengths and weaknesses but we, and, and they're different, but we all have, thank God, the same aspiration. The same role model. When I found out that to be the kind of man God has called me to be, when it hit me that that had nothing to do with being tough, it had nothing to do with being, being right all the time, it had nothing to do with how deep my voice was, but had everything to do with whether or not I'm following the man 
who was the human that God created humanity to be. That was so freeing. Because at that point, I'm not trying to be someone else. I'm trying to follow the one who came and looked like me. I'm trying, yeah, I, obviously there's parts of our, everyone's life that should look different, that we should repent of. There is, there's a call to change inherent within salvation. But what frees me up for joy is that the one with whom I'm supposed to connect traveled the furthest distance to connect with me. Jesus is not someone I have to chase down, but Jesus chased me down and saved me. And Paul is speaking into this community of people who, who apparently aren't unified all the time. And he's saying the way to joy, the way to unity is to have the same mind, to make my joy complete. Have the same mind as this one. Have the same mind as Christ, who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped. But he humbled himself, emptied himself, The giving up of self and becoming man. And then we'll find that Jesus gave up of self and died. What we find in Jesus isn't just a nice way to live. It's the, way, it's the only way to unity. It's the only way to joy. It's the only way that we can find the kind of, or we can be the kind of humanity that God created humanity to be. I, I need that Savior. And He came and found me. Came and rescued. The world is calling you to look like a lot of things. It's just, it just is. Just You're supposed to be a certain way. And it's, it's, you see it all around. At the, at the, uh, <laughs> the only thought, I, I couldn't quit thinking shopping store. At the shopping store? You see it there? These magazines, they put out, just, they photoshopped the fire out of our humanity, haven't they? No one's next that long. Gotta, gotta look at those pictures sometimes and I think, I gotta start working on my neck. I'm supposed to have a longer neck than what I have. I, if, you ha if you have this thing, then you will be happy. If you make this much, then you will be happy. If you look like this, then you will be happy. If you're this organized, you will be happy. 
oh, my pantry needs to have clear boxes with labels on it for the cereal. Never mind that the cereal comes in boxes <laughs> with labels on it. If, if I can just be this, when right where you sit, you are enough to be sacrificed for. Right where you are, God came to you. And didn't, didn't even, even as Jesus, the human who humanity was supposed to be, He didn't lord it over us, but sat with us, ate with us, sacrificed for us, conquered death for us. I want to look like Jesus. Thank God Jesus came and looked like me. Let's pray. God, it is our deepest desire as a community to look like your son. Patient and loving and faithful and honest and kind. God, we need all the grace you give. We need all the love you offer. Because in our brokenness, we have idolized and idealized the strangest of things. We have decided that certain things make us good men and certain things make us good women, but in the end, it is you who makes us good. You who have created us, who has created us and blessed us and rescued us and lives within us. God, it is, it is you who are holy and deserve all of our worship and our praise and all of our commitment. God, may we look like your son. It's in his name we pray. Amen.